podcasters. Welcome back or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm your girl, Alexia Stefano. If you are watching on YouTube, you will see that I am in a really ugly setup right now. Blank wall. The microphone looks really bad. <laughs> but it is what it is because we are in a little bit of a... Um, we're switching things up a little bit here at I Don't Care. We are getting new chairs that look super cute, but I'm going to make you wait. I will just say that when the chairs do come, if you are someone who prefers to listen, that for the grand reveal, you come on YouTube and you watch. At least you just check them out. They're super cute. Um, for the price I got them, honestly, it's a steal. But we're going to talk about the chairs when they come. Uh, otherwise, it feels like we're talking about something that doesn't exist because it's not here. Um, so I'm back in the old purple chair that makes a lot of noise every time I move. And the table is quite tall compared. So the microphone has no other way to stand. Um, and you can't even see the pictures above me because it's covered. But not to fret, everything will change eventually. Um, the whole wall behind me, I'm planning to make it an art wall. If you're like, what the fuck is an art wall, Alexia? Just wait and see. A lot's to come. Super excited. Um, some exciting, well, one exciting guest will come eventually. I'm not going to talk about who, but I will say it's going to be our first official male guest and that's exciting my brother was on um but because we were talking about me the entire time it doesn't feel like he was an official guest talking about themselves but this other person will be super super exciting stuff today we're just gonna chat um there's not much happening in the world well actually that's debatable because Lizzo is under fire. Um, you know Lizzo, she's a singer. And she is very much known for body positivity. She is known for being a bigger girl. And she preaches the importance of loving your body and accepting others. And right now she is under fire for harassing her staff um, and calling them out for any weight gains that they've had um, and being really kind of ruthless towards them. So there's a lawsuit against her um, by former workers of hers. So a lot is happening um, actually in Lizzo news. Ariana is, I think she's always going to be under fire People are, are mad at her still for the stuff that we talked about last week. But Frankie Grande is on the new season of Big Brother. And I am a Big Brother fan. So I will definitely be watching. I'm so excited. I love Frankie. Uh, he's 20 years older than me. And yet he's got more energy than I do. And I love that. I appreciate him. Hello, it's me in editing. I wanted to come on and say I was wrong. I just watched the episode, um, the first episode of Big Brother, and Frankie Grande is not a contestant. 
he was just like briefly on the episode. I don't even really understand what for, but I guess he was creating the metaverse for this season. Um, a little weird, but I just wanted to come on and say Frankie is not a contestant, unfortunately. It does make sense that he's not because you can't have like a rich person mixed in with everyone. It makes sense. But I am, I'm definitely a little upset. Just wanted to update you guys. I know he's not a contestant. Um, bummer. Tori Kelly was in the hospital. She's back home now. Beyonce sent her flowers. Super fun and interesting. Doja Cat. Um, is it Doja Cat? No, Cardi B is under fire I guess still for the whole throwing the microphone at a fan situation, like people are very 50-50 with that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you are three weeks late, but I'll explain it to you. Cardi B had a concert, and I don't know if you guys know, but it's like recently people have been obsessed with throwing things on celebrity stages, Um, so... The first kind of big news was BB Rexa. Um, I'm gone, best fucking night of my life. Her. She was having a concert and someone threw their phone at her and it hit her right in the eye and gave her a black eye. She had to stop the show, I think, go to the hospital. It was a big deal. Um, and then the last... After the BB Rexa stuff, I heard at Pink's concert, somebody threw their mother's ashes on stage at Pink. And she was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Rightfully so. Um, and uh, I know Harry Styles, people throw stuff at his concert. And I know people throw stuff at Drake's concert, in particular bras, huge bras. Holy shit, I think he said the other day H or something. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. H? H? How fucking big is H? That's that's bigger than two of my faces, I think. Holy crap, good for you. Um, anyway, so he's been laughing because, you know, there's been bras thrown on stage at his concerts, and that's fun. Um... But at Cardi B's concert recently, someone threw water at her and she got very mad. And and it, you could tell it was just a reflex and it, it wasn't something that was thought out. But as soon as she got splashed, she threw her microphone at the person who splashed her, except it didn't hit the person who splashed her. It hit two other people, bystanders. Um... But funny enough, the microphone in question is now being sold, I think, for $150,000 or something absurd like that for charity. And it will come with a glass case. So if you are a big fan of Cardi B and you have money to drop, first of all, give some to me. I mean, if you're going to spend $150,000 on a microphone, you have some money to give to me 
and to your favorite charity which is i don't care the podcast um go buy it it's on sale (laughs) i don't actually know if it's been sold right now i can't i can't possibly see what someone would want to do because it's not like she's you know michael jackson or mariah carey beyonce taylor swift like yeah cardi b is huge but I wouldn't go as far to say as she's going to she's an icon and I don't think her she's going to have a legacy when she dies. But, you know, I can 100 percent see someone spending millions of dollars on um, a microphone of Michael Jackson's that has a backstory and video footage to follow the backstory. I just can't see someone spending this much money on a Cardi B microphone although the brand is sure and that is the microphone that we use here on i don't care the podcast not the same exact one because cardi b uses one specifically for concerts but this is um the microphone this is also the microphone that lots of artists use to record their records and then you know make an album out of it this is that microphone and i bought it (laughs) <laughs> I can sing for you. At first there were... Wait, no, I need to know a song that I know all the words or some of the words too. Um, What's a good song? I'm going to sing to you guys for real Um, because this is a real artist microphone and if I'm going to have it, which I do, I should use it for the correct purposes. Um, Told me, told me I'm your only it's all unfolding babe slowly slowly lies you sold me all so and gentlemen that is why i'm an actress all right what do we have planned for today um not too much um not too much at all let me actually check my my notes and see what we've got planned i'm gonna answer some fun random questions with you guys um that i have prepared for when every guest comes on they're each going to answer one question so i thought it would be fun to go over that with you guys um we are going to talk about oh okay we've got two things to talk about the first in oh well first of all let's talk about my i don't care of the week which is hands down migraines i suffered yesterday from one of the worst migraines I have had in such a long time. It was terrible. Terrible. Um, I 
am diagnosed with chronic migraines, which just means that I get them a lot. Um, and, in, and during the winter time, I don't get them as much, maybe one to a month tops in the winter. But in the summer, it's almost every day. Well, it, it's multiple times a week. It's a lot. And they're terrible. And I can usually feel when a headache is going to turn into a migraine. And when I'm smart and quick enough, I take my medication to stop the headache from progressing into a migraine. Sometimes you miss the mark and it happens. Sometimes it stems from hunger. Sometimes it stems from heat. Sometimes it stems from motion or light or I don't like... For me, there is not just one thing that makes a migraine come on for me. It is a slew of variety of options that can make a migraine happen. And so yesterday, I don't know, maybe it was the TV question mark, maybe... It was the heat. I'm not sure. Yesterday kind of felt like one of those mystery days where I'm never going to know what started that migraine. I ate. I ate lunch and I never eat lunch. And I ate lunch so I know it wasn't from hunger. Um, let's talk about yesterday's migraine, shall we? Okay, so the day started off and... I had breakfast, Krispy Kreme donuts, and some fruit. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, you will see that I've got my hood on because I'm freezing cold. And also, I feel I feel the air conditioning hitting my head, and that is giving me, it's making my head hurt more. Okay, so, um, yeah, then yesterday, at some point, I make it outside and I did some work outside, and then I got really bored, and it was a Sunday, so Sundays you could have lazy days, and so then I decided, you know what, let me make some lunch, um, and then let me just watch TV, because it's Sunday, and I never watch TV during the day, because that's just a rule I have for myself, because it was a Sunday, and I had nothing else to do, I was like, you know what, go off waste your day so I make myself a chicken sandwich now I actually made a chicken sandwich I didn't make a chicken burger I made a sandwich with chicken in it there's a fucking difference not going back to that um so I make myself a chicken sandwich with some barbecue chips and I ate that and it was perfect, delicious, scrumptious, incredible. Craving it now. Ran out of buns. Unfortunately, oh, I didn't tell my mom to get buns. When you snooze, you lose. Um, so anyways, <laughs> I ate. And then I planted my booty on the couch. And I'm watching this Canadian show called Slasher. And it's exactly what you think. It's a TV show about slashing, horror, guts, gore. My favorite. And what better thing to, to watch while eating breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Slasher. Check it out. It's good. 
Um, I'll kind of side note, talk about the show a little bit, just because I like talking about TV shows. And this is not, this is not me saying, go watch it. This is not me saying, check it out. This is not me saying that I'm involved in it in any way, shape or form. I am not saying that. I am strictly just talking about the plot line of what I am currently watching. With the S, um, with the SAG AFTRA strike, you, I got to be careful what I say and what I don't say. So I have no affiliation to this TV show, nor am I recommending it. I am just saying that this is what I am currently watching. And I'm going to say the plot line because I need to talk for an hour and this will fill up some time. Okay, now that that's clear, I have no affiliation with this show. It is about murder. And it's a whodunit. But each season is with different characters and it's a different story so that's super interesting i love shows that do that although i was watching a show not too long ago i can't remember what it's called but it did that where each season was a different murder a different thing to solve however the detective was the one constant. So one character made it into all the seasons. So you weren't fully saying goodbye to everyone because you still had him who was coming along the story with you. And um, he stayed as the same detective the whole time. And I really enjoyed that. I liked having him be on this journey. Um, and really kind of watching him learn and discover who these characters are as we are learning and discovering who these characters are. Um, but this show that I'm watching now doesn't do that. It doesn't bring old characters or not even one to the new story or to the new season, each season really is their own standalone story, which is fine. I do like that, but I did like having at least one constant, even if it's the town, even if it's like, you know, the town, but in a different century, or if it's um, a reference to somebody or something with the, you know, you know, they worked at this place and then this new generation is working at it. I don't know. I like one kind of constant that would come along all the seasons. This is not that show. This does not do that. So it's really good. It's got very gory murders. I've seen hundreds of thousands of death scenes in my life. And I, I would have to say if I'm thinking about the goriest if I'm thinking about the goriest death scene I have ever seen I'm thinking of a I'm thinking of a couple things first fear street 
Fear Street Part 1 had hands down the most disgusting death scene I have ever seen. And as a horror fan, as someone who watches horror for, you know, her, my spare time, I'm indulged in the horror world, Fear Street Part 1 in the grocery store. I can't remember what her name is, but when one of the friends in the grocery store went through the meat grinder, <laughs> I, I can I can barely even think about it or say it. But she went through a meat grinder and they spared no detail while watching that. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Holy shit. And then... Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't want to talk about TV too much just because, like, I don't know exactly the rules. I mean, I do. I know you can't talk about things that you're affiliated in, but even talking about it at all feels a little bit wrong. Um, so I'm, I'm honestly going to move past it. But this show does have some of the goriest deaths creative deaths especially season two that i've seen in a long time unnecessary unnecessary to murder people these ways me again (laughs) i have to say i watched more of the show last night after i filmed this episode i know i look the same we're gonna skip past that um for people listening i'm wearing the exact same shirt and my hair is the exact same but I watched on this show the second grossest death scene I have ever watched. Talking about the death scenes and then watching that one afterwards, I was like, holy shit, if only I was two more episodes in, I would have been talking about this as well. This teen girl, racist, deserved something. This death don't wish upon anybody. But the killer put like a burning ingredient inside a toilet and then grabbed the girl and was shoving her head in the toilet for like 10 seconds, taking her out. And then we could see like bubbling. He would throw her back in and then take her back out. And her skin just got worse and worse and worse until she died. And all of her skin was gone, and all we saw was her eyes bulging out and her teeth and, like, the jaw. I mean, that was crazy. But it's a TV show. Okay, the other thing I wanted to talk... Oh, so my... Oh, no, no, we're going back to the migraines now. See, I'm all over the place. So I was watching this beautiful murder show and the more, you know, I'm laying there, I've, I kind of, even before I went in to make my sandwich, I was already feeling not great. Um, but I ate and then I started to feel a little bit better and I was like, okay, it was just hunger related. It was not hunger related. I, as I was laying there, started to feel terrible, just terrible When I get these bad migraines, my brain is throbbing 
and it feels like there's a knife just stabbing. It's like I am in this horror TV show and my skull is being brutally murdered. Nothing else, just my skull and my brain. Terrible. It's terrible. And then like sound bothers me and light bothers me. And so then I'll put a pillow on my head or if I'm laying on my belly that bothers my head even more so I have to lay on my back but then if I stay in one position for too long the head will start to throb and I'll have to start putting you know weight on a different part of my head so I'll have to adjust and then I can't move because I feel like I'm gonna vomit if I move but I'm hungry because hours have gone by and now I'm starting to get hungry again but you know I just don't have it in me to get up and I need to feed my dog. But again, I don't have it in me to move because I feel terrible. And then I'm home alone, so I can't not do any of these things. So I procrastinate for as long as possible. But my dog is, you know, my priority. So I make sure she's okay and she has to be fed. That's just a non-negotiable. I already pushed... I waited two extra hours to feed her. Two hours I made her wait. She ate her food in, in such a quick second because she was so hungry. But I I couldn't move. Luna's come to join us here on the podcast if you're watching. <laughs> She's getting a belly rub. I give you a belly rub. Were you a little upset at me yesterday when I made you wait for dinner for two hours? Yeah, she seems a little upset. I'm sorry, but you know it's because I was sick. Yeah, she could hear me because as I was getting worse and worse and worse, I just, it, the pain hurt so much. I All I could do was like, Ugh, uh, I just had to make those, right? You remember? I had to make those kinds of sounds because it just, it, I don't know. It hurt so bad. There was nothing I could do. So then um, we get up, I make her dinner, and then I take her outside. I eat a little snack for myself because I, I cannot make myself a dinner right now. I'm in pain. So I just eat a little snack, and I sit back on the couch, and I put a random TV show on. I think I put like blue blood or something i put a random tv show on on cable and then i fell back asleep with this terrible migraine fell back asleep for an hour two hours i fell asleep on the couch for luna fell asleep as well and then i wake up and when I wake up, I notice that the migraine has reduced tremendously. So I get up. I quickly take Luna out. I go, Luna, go pee pee poo poo quick. We got to go ASAP. We're running on like, I can tell, five minutes until the migraine's fully back. I run to the washroom. I do my skincare routine and I brush my teeth. I brush my hair. Luna and I run into bed and I fall asleep before the migraine could come back. I wake up this morning feeling a little groggy and I get out of bed and I could feel in the back lower part of my head that I still do have remnants of this migraine um and that fucking sucks and it's not gone I I still feel 
um cloudy i feel like it's a good way to describe how i feel right now is is pretty cloudy so migraines need to fuck off i don't care about migraines i don't want them anymore i care about my dog and how cute she looks right now take a screenshot <laughs> she's so cute if you're watching on youtube you will get to see her falling asleep right now oh my goodness okay since i have my queen luna here i thought you can help me talk about this next um portion of the podcast which is yeah you, you're gonna move because you want to talk about it which is the river did you have so much fun at the river last week we went two times to the river we went one time with Mads, and then Coco came. And then the other time we went with Yamna and Bonita. Yeah. So Luna's birthday was last week. So we had a birthday celebration kind of all week for her. We went to the river, and I think I talked about that last week, during last week's podcast. But then we went to the river again, and we made a new friend, right? You met Bonita uh, with my coworker. She, I'm, I'm learning a little bit more of Spanish with her. She's from Cuba, so she's teaching me a little bit of Spanish, which I already know. I already know some Spanish, but she's kind of helping me form more sentences and whatnot so when we were at the river i was like how do you say where is the rock because i threw her dog a rock but her her dog only speaks spanish and so i was trying to ask the dog where's the rock and she goes donda okay no see now it's been a week i don't know if i'm saying it right if i'm saying it wrong it's not her fault it's only because i've forgotten donda donde donda donde I think it's donde. Donde, donde, oh Jesus. <laughs> donde esta la roco? Donde esta la roco? Donde esta la roco? Donde esta la roco? So that's where is the rock. Um, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Luna loved the river so much she could live there if she wants she gets to be off leash when she's there which she really enjoys you really love the river yes so she gets to be off leash and she gets to roam free she gets to go in the water she gets to play with her toys and eat some snacks and eat a little bit of unhealthy snacks i also bring her food that she gets to have so yeah she gets treats and food right She's so cute. If you guys aren't on YouTube right now, you're missing out on the cuteness overload. Holy shit. The other thing I wanted to talk about before we jump into the fun questions is, and I'm just, can Vanessa Bryant ever date again peacefully? Now, I don't mean this as can a widow ever date again peacefully because the answer simply is yes of course um if they choose to that's up to them but they can but vanessa bryant 
I wonder. Vanessa Bryant, Allison, um, who is married to Twitch. Can can widows of such famous iconic husbands or wives ev- ever marry or date again without the public getting mad at them? I wonder. Now, I've asked a couple of people this question, and they all seem to say yes. I, th- I think they can. And I'm, I pose this question because I don't actually know if they can. And I hope they can, and I hope that the world would allow them to. But I can see people getting angry at Vanessa Bryant, for example, dating somebody else when she was so in love with Kobe Bryant and has a family with him, I don't know. I, I, I can see, and maybe this would be more of Kobe Bryant fans who would be upset at Vanessa for dating someone else, but she's young, first of all, and she's stunning, and she seems to have a great personality. And she seems to be such a catch. I would hope that when she feels ready and comfortable that she can date. However, that looks to her, if it's privately, if it's publicly, if it's, you know, long distance, whatever it is for her. I hope that the world will allow her to date in peace. I just don't know if everyone will. I don't know. I I, I can just see forever her having those diehard fans or the assholes, the Karens of the internet always judging her for moving on. But in day-to-day life, we don't judge people for moving on like that. We applaud them for having the strength to heal and carry on because that's what it is. And Vanessa it, it does that such with such grace and so beautifully without the dating component yet. I would just hope that when it does come time where she starts to date again, that people do respect her and let her be with someone without putting your two bits into it without, you know, hating on whoever this future person will be because he's not Kobe Bryant. She will always love him and that will probably always be the real love of her life. But let's be real. At such a young age especially, she still has so much life to live and so much to offer. And maybe she wasn't done having babies or maybe, you know, she has so I don't know it's it's it doesn't matter why it doesn't matter why people you know I, I, do you guys know what I'm asking I just I just don't know if people who are with such icons who pass away if the the world lets them move on and I think that's a great question dating aside does the universe the mic my camera is trying to pick up luna as the main focus and i'm trying to move it to me 
Sorry, I know I don't mean to put my, my hand in your face, but I want the camera to pick my face up, not Luna's. Well, if my face is blurry and Luna's isn't, you're welcome, honestly. Um, I think as a whole, the world doesn't allow people to move on from a loved one who's passed on. Now, do you ever move on? Honestly, yeah. In my personal personal opinion, you do. You don't harp on the the loss every day. There's it becomes a point where more days than not you don't think about the loss. You just live life and then uh, occasionally you think about it. And that comes with a lot of time. Um and maybe for some people that never happens. Everyone is so different. But for me personally, you can move on like fully and be okay and learn from it and, you know, be a better person, blah, 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 all the cliche. But if, if I, if my dad was Kobe Bryant, for example, that fame level, and I said what I just said, which is you can fully move on. And, and maybe people, you know, one day will hate me for saying that statement anyways. But it's like, it seems like the internet thinks it's up to them how people grieve and heal. And the real thing about grief and healing is it is so circumstantial. It is so case by case. Like people write books about it, like Joan Didion, The Year of Magical Thinking. And, you know, her year, her first year after losing her husband, tragically, people write about grief. People talk about grief. But the biggest thing about it is everybody handles it differently and it looks different for everyone and people respond differently. And at the end of the day, it sucks and it's terrible and it only makes you fear it happening again truthfully but how people heal from it and cope with it is case by case and because of that because it's so different for everyone if I were to judge someone else for grieving how they need to grieve because it was different than how I've grieved then that makes me a bad person But unfortunately, there are so many people who think that way on the internet who, well, if you don't experience it the way I've experienced it or heard about it, then you're the bad person. So if you want to move on and date other people within this certain time frame and you're saying that you're over it and blah, 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 then then you never really loved them and this and that and That's not true because grief itself, the feeling of grief. Now, I never thought this podcast episode was going here, but here we are. It's a podcast about grief. Lovely. The feeling grief only stems from the feeling of love, the emotion of love. You don't grieve people that you didn't love. Even even remotely, you can love someone a little bit and grieve for them. You know, the recent passing of... Ingus Cloud, jeez. Like, for me, I loved Euphoria. I love Euphoria. I loved his character, and I loved his story as 
as how he was discovered by the casting. And so, you know, that that made me fall in love with him as an actor and as a person from afar. So his death, I don't have to grieve from it because I didn't love him like that, but it, it still did, I think, it universally, universally, univer, oh my God, universally, that sounds wrong. Anyways, it affected everyone because we all had even a little bit of love for him from a distance. So grief is going to be involved in whatever way, shape, or form. I mourned Mac Miller a lot. Um, you know, people always ask, like, what's the hardest celebrity death that you've ever felt? And I think Mac Miller is one of them. Naya Rivera. I never watched Glee. And I wasn't really a fan of hers. But I mourned her so much because her death itself was so sad. Um, who else? There's been lots. Kobe Bryant you know it was ter- it was i i never i'm not a fan of sports and i honestly didn't really know him before because i'm not involved in sports but i i grieved for his daughters and Vanessa and the fact that you know they didn't only just lose their dad but their sister too like that whole thing is just gut wrenching and i think i think for the world that one hit the hardest since maybe Michael Jackson like it was everyone felt that death their deaths and everyone involved in the plane everyone not not just Kobe and Gianna but everyone so grief just hits everyone differently and I think on the internet like people aren't afraid to be cunts and will be Um, Don't be a cunt and let people grieve. And that's on that. So I hope people let, you know, widows of celebrities and non-celebrities, like maybe, maybe your, your family is very traditional or just fascist. And it's like, nah, you've had one. That's it. That is your person. And I know this happens with a lot of old, older people is they lose their life partner who, who really could have been the one, who really could have been the love of their life, maybe or maybe not. depends on every person. But then there's that guilt within yourself. Can I date now? Would they date if the roles were reversed? I would want them to. Um, Am I allowed to move on? Like that as well is another underlying factor. And nobody asked for my opinion, but I'm going to give it anyways because this is I don't care the podcast. (laughs) Go for it. If you feel like you've healed enough first, because that's super important. Don't start dating until you feel fully healed as a human being and someone who's going to live life without the the human being that you've missed that you've lost once you feel like you are ready then the world is yours no matter what age you are no matter what ethnicity you are no matter what your religion is no matter any of that 
It comes down to how you feel, how you are at controlling and maintaining your emotions. And if you are ready for the adventure of finding someone new. And if you can see yourself settling down again, or if maybe you just want a casual fuck, whatever it is, you need to know those things about yourself and then you know what to look for. Okay, that's the other thing I, I wanted to talk about. Um, and then I finished my standard American classes. I officially am trained to be an American. <laughs> ask me any history. I don't know it. But you could also ask me Canadian history. And there's a good chance I don't know it. <laughs> so that's great. Um, I'm tired because I went to bed later than, well, actually I slept. Yeah, that's a lie. I'm just tired. I'm freezing. I'm tired and I feel cloudy, like foggy, cloudy. That's how I feel. Um, so this might be a shorter episode because of those reasons I just stated. Um, uh, I think I'm just going to answer the questions and then when I finish that, we'll wrap up and if not, whatever. So here's my jar of questions. If you're watching and if you're listening, I've got a jar of questions. Now, the plan with these questions is at the end of interviews, when I have guests on, I'm going to have them put their hand in the jar and select one question to answer. Um, but I thought it would be fun to answer all of the questions with you guys so then when we have guests on maybe you can listen and be like oh i'm kind of secretly hoping that they picked this question or i fucking hate this question alexia get rid of it replace it with this whatever um i like this podcast to be very collaborative and i ask you guys for opinions all the time and yet nobody collaborates with me boo you whore Okay, let's get into the questions, shall we? Shall we? What would you name the autobiography of your life? Now, this is the question that Rayanne Boone got, um, and I loved her answers so much. Bippity boppity bitch. Ha <laughs> Yes. Um. Well, I don't actually have an answer. Maybe. Maybe like big boobs big personality or maybe like um short short girl or like you love to hate her love to hate me you love to hate me i don't know all of this suck like that i would have to give that real good thought if i ever wrote an autobiography of my life However, I am writing a TV show, and I will not say the tentative name that I have for it because it might change. If you could sit next to anyone on a plane, who would you choose? Now, this is going to be first class, and we're going to be on the longest flight ever. And I'm going to choose Joan Grande, Ariana Grande's mom. Now, I'm not going to choose Ariana herself because my hopes is that 
I'm going to hit it off so well with Joan that she's actually going to invite me over. And then we're going to meet and I get to meet Ariana and her dogs and I get to meet um, maybe the twins, Scott and Brian. Who knows? But I would love to meet Joan and I would love to like just ask her about her life and um, I, you know, her time growing up and how she managed with a divorce and raising kids and, you know, maybe ask her if she ever felt like she couldn't date again. You know, I would be invasive and ask her all those questions um, and I would not let her sleep and I would probably cry. I love you, Joan Grande. I love the Grandes. No, but honestly, I think if I got the chance to sit next to Joan, honestly, I want to know about her life. But the other thing I want to know is she's raised some of the most empathetic, kind people. And she is that herself. I would want to know her secret I know that's like the stupidest way to ask like what's your secret that's not what I mean but like I want to know how she carries herself that way and I just she's just such a beautiful person I want to know did your parents raise you that way did you learn by other people's mistakes did you learn from your ex like what was it um I want to know Okay, what do you miss most about being a kid? I don't really miss anything about being a kid. I didn't really have um, a childhood. I had a I had a regular childhood until the age until grade two, and grade three and up, I didn't live a normal childhood. But I guess what I miss most about being a kid was the normal childhood that I did have um and that was you know going to disneyland going to mexico having a full family and doing kid things having kid friends and sleepovers like i think i think the thing about being a kid you don't have the freedom that you want at that time but you know, there's no real repercussions for anything. Honestly, there's no, like, the, I, w- I don't even want to say there's no responsibility because at every age you have some kind of responsibility that feels heavy on you. But it's just like that carelessness, I think. That carelessness, no, don't care. Yeah, that. Okay, next question. If you could witness any event, past, present, or future, what would it be? Now, this question is a hypothetical. So in my hypothetical answer, I can witness anything and not be affected by it. I can just be like a standby. Like, you know, I'm witnessing it in person, but I, I am not affected And I would want to witness my honest answer. And I mean this with the most respect. And I'm saying this only because um, it was such a 
transformative time in America. And it made people stand together in a way that we probably haven't seen America stand together in since that time. And because I wouldn't be affected by it, I would want to watch 9-11. And I would also want to watch the first ever Super Bowl halftime performance being, not the first ever, the first good one ever being Michael Jackson. Like not when it was the band, but when it was Michael Jackson and then so on and so forth. Um, I would also want to witness uh, Kelly Clarkson winning American Idol. That would be amazing. And when I mean witness, like I mean be there. Like be involved in it, but not be affected by anything. Okay, next question. If you could know the answer to any question, what would you ask? I think the most wanted to know answer is what happens when we die. And so I would ask that, but not to be cliche with my answer, I will ask something else. And I will ask the question of what's something that I really want to know? I would ask where exactly do the nearest aliens live and can you take me to them? Period. That's a great question. I can't believe I thought of it. Okay. If you could be anyone's dog, whose would you be? This is such a good question. And I know because I, I wrote them, but it's been a while since I've looked at them. I forgot. If I could be anybody's dog, who would I whose dog would I be? Not gonna lie, Luna has a fantastic life. But I'm I am me, so I wouldn't want to be my own dog. Although she, ugh, d- she's grateful. I would want to be Ariana Grande's dog. Um, for sure. Would I want to be anybody else's dog? I mean, obviously, Joan. Any of the Grandes, I'll be. Um, I would be. I would be Paris Hilton's dogs. They seem to be pretty pretty happy. Um, I would be... Oh, I would be Turdy Lou's dog. Claudia, girl with no job. Or Jackie. I would be... I would be the toast mascot. Yeah, I would... I would be happy with being almost anybody's dog. Um, of the ones that I've, no, I would be happy being anybody's dog if they love dogs and are good to dogs. Uh, my favorite movie or TV show soundtrack, the best soundtrack, hands down, Victorious, without a doubt, has the best soundtrack. But if I had to do movie... 
What movie had creep in it? Uh, was it was it was it Fear Street? I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I think it was. I don't know. I can't remember. I can't think of a movie with a really good soundtrack. Um, people would probably say. Yeah, I can't. I'm moving on. Moving on. Um, if you were a nepo baby, whose parent? Who would it be? My parents. A nepo baby is just like a child of celebrities. Um. Well, I would not hate to be Miss Blue Ivy. Okay, she's popping off on stage with Mom Beyonce. She's doing good. I would love to be Beyonce's child. Um, if I had to be somebody else's. <sighs> I wouldn't mind being. I would. Well. Mm, ooh. I would have a great time being Katy Perry's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Katy Perry. If you could be stuck at any age, which age would you pick? I don't think I'm at that age yet. I don't think I have. I don't think I've lived the age that I would want to be stuck at yet. But from what I have lived, I will say 19. 19 was pretty good. Um, Okie dokie. We've got a couple questions left and a couple minutes left. So perfect. What's something you think everyone should at least try once? Retinol. Retinol. Retinol paired with sunscreen. I think you should try. I think everybody should try chicken burgers, my style, at least once. I think everybody should try... Hmm. Ooh, I think everybody should try podcasting at least once. It's really fun. And if you are someone who wants to try podcasting, you're welcome on my podcast. Give me... Um, a DM and you are more than welcome to come on this is a great question to end off um, today's episode with uh, what would your lip sync battle song be ooh maybe uh, since you've been gone Kelly Clarkson, um, E.T., Katy Perry, but if it, it ha I guess it's got to be also like a dancing kind of song, so I would do like something like um, Sweet Melody, Little Mix, Power, Little Mix, yeah, I know none of you know those songs, except the... Well, now, and anyways, <laughs> that was this week's episode um, all over the place as usual. Honestly, I should name this. Um, I should name 
the podcast all over the place instead of I don't care. But it is what it is. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, rate me on Apple Music or whatever you're listening to. Follow the Instagram at I don't care underscore the podcast. Follow my Instagram at Alexia underscore DE underscore Stefano. Have a fantastic day and an even better week. Bye. Bye.